Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're finally back in the studio here. Lori and Julia are back from their Santa stop at the Creative Hair Design. And I, gosh, from what it sounded like, you guys had a lot of fun yesterday. And we're going to have even more fun today, right? My mom was so upset that she couldn't listen to our show yesterday because I called her. I said, Mom, we're going to be at at a wig store. Right. And she's like, oh, I'm going to listen today. And then she couldn't. The podcast wasn't working. There, there's a link. Is there it's, a link? Yeah, Grant. Grant will get it. Maybe no, we can give it No, people got it fixed because there was an issue yesterday, oh, but I think was. it all got fixed. She yes. tried to do it again this morning. And the podcast got the wasn't working? Got the blank. Okay, well, I'll have to double check that because I right. did them all but yesterday. But she was like, I know. She said, you must have been so distracted. I said, we could hardly focus on oh, the show. I had... <laughs> So many wigs on. You had Laura, the most. you controlled yourself. I well, was... I only controlled myself because I was like fretting about like wrecking my fresh blowout, which I indeed I did do. You look great. You, you know, look great. I didn't. I didn't care. I was so excited well, trying on all the wigs. You didn't. You didn't have a fresh blowout. I haven't had a fresh blowout in thirty years, Lori. Right. I wash and dry my own hair. I know. So but, I appreciated that you were the wig model, though. That was oh, very fun. It's so much fun, and so many different. So many people have asked us about it, and I just want creative hair design. They have two locations: Roseville and Hastings, and um, they have amazing hair solutions. It's come so far from really? what the olden days were. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm telling you, it was hard to get out of there without buying half the store as far as I was concerned. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I, going back. I bought my little curly ponytail yeah. thing and I walk in the house and Casey and I had the headband on. He, yeah. goes, he goes, look at how cute your hair looks. And I thought, you know, he just thought it was messy yes, on top with looked- the headband. And then like after an hour, I told him. <laughs> I said, you know, this isn't really my hair. He goes, you've got another one of those things in. <laughs> oh, well, that's because when you put in your extensions, it But was... he's had, I've done other, remember one time I bought a fall that... Oh, yeah. That, But it was, this was been like 18 years ago, so the technology... Was wasn't it's like it is weight. now. Yeah, it's it was heavy, and beautiful. I could put it in the back of my hair, and it was to make... I was growing my hair out, and I was trying to have long hair... And then I wouldn't have to like get my hair maintained, you know. Right. And but those things were so heavy, the clips in my hair. I, now they're so light. I am all over this. Same. I'm just. I'm so excited. I couldn't stop. Um, I got so. Did you many, buy anything? I'm going to. I just okay. didn't have time because I had to get out of there last night. And um. Oh yeah, you were trying to get out of your event. And everyone agreed that the weather was dangerous to be out in, and oh. you were out in it. You know what? Yesterday, I saw three friends that I haven't seen in two years. Well, there you go. That's why. I mean, yesterday morning, I saw our friend Kathy mm-hmm. Jenkins from, you know, used to do Pioneer restaurants. Press, yeah, the Pioneer Critic. Press. And saw her, and it's been two years. And wow. then I saw uh, the birthday club ladies. 
and it's been two years, and I just I, I gotta go because when we got out of the show last night, it was just it was still okay. raining. But what, at the restaurant at about eight fifteen, we're like noticing it's lightning out Thunder. and pouring out. Right. Like maybe we should get going. But I I was in the dine of a six twenty seven. Nice. Yeah, yeah so that, that was nice, but it was kind of a horrible ride home, I've got to be honest, because it was walls of water and very windy. Yeah. So I was I was pretty happy to be home. I lost um, a chair cover, an outdoor chair cover, um, in the windy windedness, and it was super windy, but um, enough about that. Enough let's about tell, that. Let's tell people how you can win $1,000. Maybe we're going to draw your name tomorrow at 5.30 on this very program our host on the post, today's host on the post is Holly, and we have a clue. And if you're just listening for your first time and you don't know what we're doing, on the MyTech 107 website for this week and then four days of next week, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or three days, I think. Four days. Okay, four days of next week. You Every day we're going to name a different host here and then put a little alphabet on them, and then you have to find them in the MyTalk 1071 page, which could be fun for you to learn how much stuff we have out there in the first place if you never go there. And then you just fill out a thing and you have an entry to enter to win $1,000. It's hard to find. Some days there. Yesterday, I couldn't find Jason for the love of God, yeah. but today's is a good clue. Okay, okay? what's the clue? To post find on Holly. a post, and it's Holly. She's wearing an elf hat and looks pretty happy. Find her on a page that's pretty darn happy. Oh, okay, good. Okay. <laughs> I think I think that is a good idea to give the little the, the little, little hint because we want to. I have we, gone. We want to encourage, not frustrate. Well, yes. right. So that that's out there, and of course, we're giving away our Donna Summer tickets later today at some point, right? Yes, yes we are. We're going to have another great, exciting contest that Gr- our Grant has thought up. And how was it seeing your friends? I know it's oh, two it years. So that's fun. a long time, Laurie. Two years. Two years. I mean, it was, we were like, it's all so happy. It was just gave us the warm and fuzzies. Nice. And yeah, we were just like, you know, um, my one friend, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think the last time I saw her was her husband's funeral, oh. wow. which was right before COVID. You know, yeah. And everything. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's a long time. I mean, you can, you know, you can text and you can call. Yeah. It's not the same as, Seen Being a in person, face. and we went to Cove and Edina. Oh, I love that, that place. That place is so pretty. They oh, the had, food is so good there, too. The decor, the Christmas decor that they had up. Was, I haven't been to the one in Edina, but I've been to the one in Wyzetta. Wait, that is, they're both beautiful. They're both fantastic, But, yeah. I mean, like, they really uh, put the uh, D in decor. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so that was really, really, really fun to see, uh, you know, three people that I haven't seen in a long time and i didn't realize like how much i missed everybody because we just kind of got used to just like putting our head forward and just taking you know just plodding ahead and just like well well, we're gonna we'll figure it out when we get there you know so everybody is boosted so everyone is double vaccinated boosted so feeling feeling good about you know just everything yeah okay i got i got the text last night right away mom um, we're free Sunday afternoon if you want to take us to Spider-Man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I want to let people know. Okay, so I went online and bought tickets last night for us three 
And we're going to the Alamo Draft House. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good spot, too. Oh, I know. Fun. And they, they all love it because then I can buy them. I mean, it's, it's, it's a very expensive movie, but the yeah. tickets weren't bad. It's just going to be all the add-ons. How much yeah. were the tickets? I think they were only like $12. 12 or 13 I'm going on Monday. Oh, you went so Monday? I, I took the Monday because I had Monday off, yeah. and so I did that afternoon show so I wouldn't have to deal with the, the, crowd. the right. crowd on the weekend, well, but I'm excited. And the Vikings play next Monday night, so Sunday afternoon is suddenly available. That's why they're available. <laughs> That's why my That's kids are real. Reason That's the reason. So I'm True. like, okay, you know, but that'll I, be fun with them. Oh, Enjoy I love it. this. Is you know one of the ways you get to see your kids when yeah. they're older. Yeah, it's always that was always my thing with uh, my nephews in Duluth. Is the one thing I could get them to go to with me, and they'll go right. see like some big action movie, yeah. movie, or you know any kind of right. good fun movie, movie. fun yeah. movie yeah. like yeah. that. They're yeah. up for it. And yeah. Go ahead. No, I just remember doing the same thing with my my grandma and my aunts. If they, if they took me to a movie and dinner, I was set. You're so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. Like, oh man, that's money I didn't have to spend. spend. It was fun. fun. It's a nice yeah. way of spending time together. Yeah. And um, you know, with monosyllabic, you know, teenagers and teenage boys, you know, sometimes movies. Is a way to after the movie you can get there's more talking. It, there you go, get them to kind of talk about it. They kind of loosened up and gotten excited, and so I always found it was a way to loosen the boys up and get. Uh, mm-hmm. That's good. More than just you know one word. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, dancers. Um, the other thing that Steve mentioned on their show that today on the experience earlier today, the Don and Steve experience, <laughs> you know it, um, is that Dune. Which I downloaded the HBO Max app, and I'm paying the 16 bucks a month now. Mm-hmm. Um, is already off HBO Max app, the mm-hmm. HBO Max. So those released, you know, the same time as theater releases that Warner Brothers been doing, they go off after 30 days. So people have been waiting to watch King Richard. Watch it; you don't have much time left. So if you are an HBO Maxer, I didn't know that. He just said that today, so I'm just going to follow it through. But you don't yeah. want to not see because I kind of really want to see Dune. Oh, it's um, so good. My kids loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it but looked, I would go see it in the theater if you can. It's, I, it's a theater movie. I, yeah, definitely. I think it is a you theater so? movie, and oh, I definitely 100%. think that you will say it's too long, and you'll take. Of a course, nap. I will, and you'll take. That's a nap. why I was safe with doing it at home. Right, of course. Then of course, because then, then don't I feel can, bad. Right. No one but feels I was, bad. But so anyway, that's something. If you're one of an HBO Maxers, you kind of have to watch about the thirty days, I guess. All right. Who it's, knew? He's right. Yeah, they're taking Dune is no longer on HBO Max after thirty days. Like, yeah. So yeah. Wow. I know. So good King Richard know. is the one that's the recent one, and that is so good. Excellent. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. And just like that, episode three dropped today on HBO Max, yes. and I watched it. Well, first of all, Chris Noth is in the news uh, today. Two women have come forward and accused him of assaulting him. So that has taken over. The, the headlines uh, for there, but I, I won't spoil anything for episode three because I know you haven't watched it. But um, one of my, you know, the one prediction, because we did see in a trailer, Big's ex-wife, played by Bridget Moynihan, Tom Brady's yes. ex and his, yes. uh, you know, mother of his oldest child. I said, oh, he's done something in the will. With the ex-wife and yeah. Brenda Vaccaro, you know, has like this cameo I love role. Seeing her, but um, so anyway, there is something uh, happening there. So um, people are being, um, you know, saying about uh, Big. Well, maybe 
maybe there was an inkling about that. Michael Patrick King kick, killed him off, you know, for good reason. Yeah, but right. these the, the women have said that they've come forward because of his name was back in the news and they were younger. And so we'll see what happens with yeah. all of that. But it's yeah. it's it makes you feel bad. But I have to say season or episode three, Julia. Gloom in the city continues. Oh, no. I'm just saying, you know, no witty dialogue. No. Very sparse. All right. Well, I've saved it. I, de- I decided because I started watching it this morning. I thought, nope, time out. I want to watch it is, at night. I want to save it at night as yeah. a snack. I don't want to make yeah. it feel like a work project. So I want to enjoy it because yeah. I like looking at the clothes. Yeah, I like yeah, catching yeah. the dialogue. I'll, I'll just say that. It was just still continuing with Gloom in the City. But, you know, it's maybe gone forward. Like maybe it's been three months or something okay. like that. So, you know, uh, they, they, they can't keep the gloom uh theme forever i'm hoping but my goodness the audience on rotten tomatoes 32 percent only like it oh and 61 percent of the critics okay, so here's that is so I don't unusual know my age thing? here's an age thing okay this is an age observation and tell me if i'm right or wrong okay do you leave reviews on a website ever no, I don't, but I'm just saying that, Julia, usually on Rotten Tomatoes, it's not that, like, people will like something that critics don't like. You don't usually get the audience not liking something mm-hmm. and the critics liking it more. That's the sure. imbalance that you don't see very often. You'll see lots of movies where the critics hated it and the audience loved it, right. you know? Right, We see that, but not too many where the critics are more positive than the audience. right. So, I don't know. I mean, it seems like everyone I know, I'd say like 80% love it, but I've heard from some friends who are massively disappointed in what they're, you know, gloom See, in the city. and I, I felt like mine was more positive than that. Yeah. And I and I liked it more than you. I know I did. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, well because I didn't like, uh, I couldn't believe the uh, way they were, that they were going. They, may, they get a slam in on Samantha on this one, too. Well, Lori... She's not on the show anymore. But why keep slamming her? It's like, come on, stop letting real life bleed through. You guys are looking kind of pathetic. You know, you kind of wrapped it up. How how much do they need to hammer that in? Because remember, in Sex and the City, in groups of girlfriend, are you a Samantha, Carrie, Miranda, or Mm -hmm. or, uh, Charlotte? Mm -hmm. So people very much love Samantha. And I think maybe those of us who are Samantha... Are feeling that's where it's, it's hitting home, that's right? Because right. it doesn't bug me at all. Because I'm not you're a Charlotte, and you want to be Carrie, but you're Charlotte with a dash of Miranda. I'm just full on, flat out Samantha. So not Samantha. Honest to God. Yeah, but I mean, back when Sex in the City was on, Samantha was me, and you never. Uh, I never questioned that. No, I know, but you, <laughs> you, you were like you were. You would say, "I'm Charlotte." I was. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe that's why maybe the Samanthas are just feeling like because it's like, oh, come it. on, you guys like, I'm, are you going to do it every episode? Is there going to be a Samantha dig? I thought you missed all these crazy alien stories. Can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there. The Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP 
UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, based on their PR before, they did not set it up to be like this. And I'm not even watching the show, but from what it sounds like and everything I've heard, it doesn't seem like they set that up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yesterday when we were at the wig uh, shop, the Creative Hair Hair. Designs, (laughs) and the patron saint of wigs, Cher, and of course her compadre, Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. But Cher was in the news because on Tuesday night, and Holly had posted this picture, on Tuesday night, Cher was at a movie theater (laughs) <laughs> wherever she was, and she posted a photo. She tweeted it. We were coming out of a movie. I saw a beautiful couple. He was taking her picture. She had flowers. I said, can I take your pic? Had my mask on so they didn't know who I was. Maybe just a crazy woman. That's me. And then she shares the photo. They're darling. This couple's darling. Darling. And um, so the couple... Find out later, like her, the boyfriend, he was shocked. So, wow, he tweeted last night, wow, so we really did meet Cher. This night will certainly be remembered forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she tweeted it too. She said, OMG, it was, it really was Cher. Wow, that took my photo last night. Well, so much for keeping my boo private, LOL. No one knew that they were like dating. She was uh, 113,000 likes. Um, yeah, and shares things. So this, she, if they were trying to keep the, their relationship on the down low. Yeah, she then did a date. You know, she said, you know, I'll talk about a reveal. Here's the man, the myth, the legend, and the master mind behind a birthday I'll never forget. So Aww. it was kind of cute. And she included share, and she just, I saw this beautiful couple. It's such a share thing to do. I love it. I know, and they had no idea. They thought she would might have been somebody, but they they didn't know because she had a mask on. Yep. And you know she had probably an amazing wig that didn't look too share like. Might have been another color. Maybe she wears a bob. I'm telling you, this whole wig idea, Grant, is is settling with us that we need a wig room now. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, like seriously, when you see how far they've come and how lightweight. Look at Jacqueline Smith from Charlie's Angels. She posted a photo with her son, and you and I are looking at it, and we're like, she totally is adding hair into that because it really does add. It adds. It's youth. Mm -hmm. It's like for every, you know. It does. Million extra strands. It takes up five years. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. So anyway. That's cute. It is It is really a cute story. Also, we posted the red carpet, Emily in Paris, which... Season they, two. Season two. We we binged it last October. And October I watched of 2020. again, Lori. You did. I loved the show. So that was one of the buzziest pandemic hits yeah. for sure. And so it's back for season two, December 22nd. Yay. On Netflix, and oh my gosh, Lily Collins. I looked at her hair, and I'm like, they added extensions to give her that great updo. Yes. And it just looks so, like, French. She looks like 
She looks like Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, yeah maybe that totally, was the look they were going like for. So anyway, we can go back to Paris, December 22nd with Emily in Paris. And, you know, that was a show that the audience loved and the critics did Eat not it, like. Right. And we were like, we don't care. Oh, I love that Loved show. it. It was just a bonbon of a show. All, All right. right, listen, we will be back. We're going to talk Hollywood with Chris Hewitt from the Star Tribune. Hey, Chris. Hi. Hi, honey. We How's are... your busy time of the year going? Pretty good. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of movies, but I'm seeing a lot of good stuff. All right. Well, your gentleman's choice, what movie do you want to start uh, your reviews with this week? Well, do we want to start with the stuff that opens tomorrow? Yes. Okay. So the biggie is probably Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm -hmm. And... It's not great. <laughs> oh, you didn't you think really? it was great? Oh, really? Now, you're the first we've I, heard this. Really? Yes, tell I'm us surprised. why. I'm surprised. Oh, God, that's good and shady, Chris. I know, and I like you. <laughs> this is why we love you. All right, tell I us. I just thought it was way too much. It. Uh, I don't want to give away too many spoilers don't, in terms okay. of what characters are in it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I think people have probably heard by now that it combines elements of essentially all of the spider movies that have happened in the last couple of decades. And to me, it just ends up being too much for the movie to keep track of. It has like multiple endings. Uh, Zendaya, who for my money is the best thing in the movie. She plays Spider-Man, Peter Parker's girlfriend, Right. sort of disappears for a big chunk of the movie. And the whole time I'm thinking, why is she not Spider-Man? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a chaotic mess. Okay. All right. Well, you're our first. Uh, you seem to be in the minority on that one. Oh, I'm surprised to hear that. Honestly, I am. I don't even mean to be shady. Yeah. I thought probably there would be. And it's also too long. I mean, two and a half hours. I want an hour and 45 minutes of Spider-Man, not mm-hmm. two hours. Okay. What is the deal with that, though? I feel like all movies have lost their editors. So many movies Definitely are Definitely so- what? Marvel movies, for sure, have lost their editors. Well, and they, what? they Okay. Like, from the beginning, they've basically been too long. Yeah. Why do you think they do such bloated... Is it to get more money to make the movie, or do they think it translates into something? I think sometimes they're maybe indulging filmmakers who mm. think, oh my gosh, not one moment of my perfect film can be eliminated. And I think think sometimes they just have so much to do because they not only have a story to tell, but they have to provide a segue into the next Marvel movie, which this one does. The Benedict Cumberbatch Doctor Strange sequel is pretty heavily advertised in this one. Okay. And then there are always the credit scenes that come in the middle that mm-hmm. are sort of, or middle of the credits that are sort of teasers too. So I think they just have a lot of work to do. Yeah. All right. Well, I know I wasn't planning on going to theater to see this. So, um, I'm taking my boys. I think this movie is critic proof, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to end up being the biggest movie of the year. Yeah. All right. But good. What is Are you going to give it like one and a half stars? It's a two. I think I said two out of four. Okay. Two out of four. Look at how I know. You really, Julia guesses your stars the best. I always know your stars. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about the movie that, I mean, I, a lot of people are excited about it. Guillermo del Toro directed it, and of course, he he's done 
some cool, wild movies. Won an Oscar for The Shape of Water. His movie, Nightmare Alley, with Bradley Cooper. Very curious, uh, your thoughts on this movie. Well, it's also too long. Okay. Um, And there it probably is a case of a studio just saying, all right, Guillermo, give us whatever you can give us. Like, usually when they sign the contract, there's a maximum length in there. There is? Okay. Yeah. Because you don't want a three-hour movie because that means one fewer showings per day. So usually the contract will say it can only be two and a half hours, which is why a lot of movies are two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. People push it to the limit, which Guillermo del Toro did. Um, It's a remake of the movie from the 40s that starred Tyrone Power about this guy who's kind of a drifter who falls in with a bunch of carnies. And he starts to learn about con games and becomes a... Uh, a mind reader or oh, okay. a fake mind reader and then his life sort of shifts and he develops an alliance with a, a psychiatrist who in a way is also a kind of mind reader and then it's sort of a battle of wills between the two of them about who's going to be the worst person <laughs> uh Bradley Cooper plays the Tyrone Power character, and Kate Blanchett plays with amazing red lipstick. Kate oh. Blanchett plays the psychiatrist. Oh, okay. And and what did you think of this movie? I think it's another one that has some issues. Like I said, the length is an issue, but I I think it's kind of fun because of the whole vibe of it. It really does, even though it's in color, it really does recall those kind of lush looking. 40s mm-hmm. movies that would have starred probably Barbara Stanwyck or, well, Tyrone Power, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it has this kind of romantic dripping with uh, sensuality and mm-hmm. ominousness. And okay. there, are, there are elements of it I liked a lot, uh, even though I think it does probably take too long to tell its story and doesn't tell us enough about the Kate Blanchett character, who, for my money, is the most interesting person on screen. She is. How's Bradley Cooper? Because I think he's been nominated for a couple things. I think he's good. It's a it's it's really interesting casting because it's a character who pretty early in the movie does some things that make us think he might not be such a good guy. And then the movie wants us pretty much for the whole length of the movie to not be sure if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I think Brad Bradley Cooper does a really nice line of. Uh, a nice job of walking that line. We sort of expect him to be a good or at least good-ish guy. And that kind of is an interesting contrast with the fact that his character does so many things that are not very nice. Okay. Okay. And is that opening, I mean, is there a theater in town we're going to be able to see Nightmare Alley? Yep, it'll be everywhere. It will be. Okay. Speaking of something that was everywhere, were you surprised that West Side Story was such a bomb at the box office? I wasn't. I was hoping it would do well, but unfortunately it falls, and this is probably going to be true of Nightmare Alley as well, it falls in this category of movies that are appealing to the people who, at this point anyway, are least willing to go back to the theaters, mm-hmm. and that's older audiences. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, teenage boys have been willing to go basically from the very beginning. Right. Yeah. Uh, folks like us, uh, are still a little bit slow to go. We maybe wish there were more screenings that require vaccinations, whatever. But yeah, yeah. so well, I, it, I think West Side Story needed an audience that isn't yet willing to go. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I think, I mean, one sign was that Monday and Tuesday, uh, West Side Story made $2 million. Now, it made, you know, 
10 million though over two days of the weekend so to me that says like maybe that older audience went to their monday and tuesday movies yeah so it was one little bright spot for sony but it's such a sad story i went to it this weekend and i mean for sure the heart of the whole damn movie is rita moreno's character yeah she's fantastic in it she's amazing Uh, I interviewed her right after she finished shooting it because she was going to come to the Ordway and do a show, which ended up getting postponed because she became ill and then mm-hmm. the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I interviewed her and, she, and I was asking her about it and she said, well, I can't say too much, but I can tell you my part is probably more crucial than you would expect it to be. And I was like, oh, bless your heart, Rita. I'm sure it yeah. is, you know, figuring it's going to be a cameo like that role is in the original, but right. she is crucial to the movie. She's like you said, she's the soul of the movie. She's the soul and the heart. And I don't see how she doesn't get nominated for me that the, the movie, the one place I didn't like it was Ansel Elgort was not good. Oh, I liked him he and did? I liked his voice. I I wasn't sure if I would, but right. I thought I thought he did a nice job actually. All right. And I do Go ahead. One comparison I've seen made with the movie is to The Greatest Showman from a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. Right. I don't know if you've read this, but yeah. it also had kind of a soft opening right. and then just built and built because every day between Christmas and New Year's is essentially a weekend in terms of movie going. Yeah. So I mean, the day they keep it at that many theaters, though, Chris, I mean, will they keep it in that many theaters, 2,800 theaters? I think maybe not quite that many, but one thing it has going for it is although we are getting more and more movies, we're still not up to the numbers that, you know, would have been in years past. So I think the screens are available. And, you know, it was, I did, you know, your mom and Casey and I agreed that we like wanted to see it on the big screen for the dance numbers. It's so, I mean, all of that is so beautiful. Just, and I liked it, but that was the only, I wish I'd like Tony more, I guess. But Rita was everything and it burst into tears. Uh, when she started singing that song that somebody else sang in the original. Just amazing. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah. Really smart decision. Okay, let's um, uh, let's take a break because we want to talk to you about being the Ricardos because that's out now, correct? Yep. And is are we also seeing that on Amazon, do you know? Can we see that? I don't think it's on Amazon for yeah. maybe another week or okay. so. I think it's only in theaters right now. It is. Okay, so we want to talk to you about uh, Don't Look Up, because we know you've seen that, and that's the Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, um, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, The Power of the Dog. We want to talk to you about the Sandra Bullock's movie, Unforgivable, that went right, you know, straight to streaming. Um, and we just, yeah, so we have a lot more to talk to you about. I hope you can stay with us. Sure can. All right. We're talking with Chris Hewitt from the Star Tribune. If you want to follow him on Twitter, because he always has such great stories, you can at Hewitt, H-E-W-I-T-T strip. We'll be right back. All right. Back to the movies with Chris Hewitt from the Star Tribune. And uh, Julia just confessed she thinks everybody has been the Ricardos burnout because we talked about this movie for so long. But being the Ricardos is showing at two theaters, Showplace, Icon uh, in St. Louis Park and the Lagoon. And it comes out on Amazon. What day, Jules? The 21st of of December. December. Did you like the movie? I really like Nicole Kidman in the movie Mm -hmm. a lot. I think the movie is an, I guess it's another one of these that I keep saying I'm a little bit wishy-washy on, but Mm -hmm. in the end, 
so the, the it's set during a week when uh, these two things did not actually happen at the same time. But in the movie, uh, she gets pregnant, and the famous pregnancy that ends up playing out on the show at a time when pregnancy was not allowed on TV. Right. And she gets investigated by the House on American committees for supposed communist ties. And at the end of it, I mean, you know all along she's going to have the baby and she's going to continue doing the show for years and years and yeah. she's going to do many more shows. So there's like for sure no suspense. And the way it plays out isn't even that interesting. So I think by the end of the movie, you're like, OK, but who cares? Yeah, I did a good vintage scandal about the, uh, you know, really the hot relationship that Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz had. I kind of wish it had been about that. There was a lot of juice. I know. The the fact that they remain close even to the end of their lives, I think, yeah, they were divorced, and the fact that they, you know, they eloped, and also how hard she fought coming from a radio successful radio show to get this deal with CBS, and she fought. They are like, you can't be married to some Cuban guy. She's like, he's my boyfriend. Cast him, or I'm not in it. And she won. Yeah, and some of that is depicted in oh, it flashbacks. Is? So okay. we do get a little, little of, that, of that, but. But to me, yeah, their enduring love story is really the most interesting thing about it. I mean, unfortunately, all of that is just stuck in the title card at the very end of the movie. Oh, it is? Right. Or you can listen to yesterday's Vintage Scandal. There you go. There, you, there go. you go. Okay, talk about Don't Look Up, because honestly, Julia and I have watched the trailer. I think Grant has looked at it, too, and we're like, what is this movie about and what is it trying to be? Cause you can't tell from the trailer with Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence and Meryl Streep. Don't look up. So it's a metaphor for um, climate change and the fact that we keep getting warned about it and don't pay any attention to those warnings. And like lost in space and Lawrence played two scientists, actually a professor and his student at Michigan Mm -hmm. state who discover there is a meteorite hurling toward earth and it's going to be a planet killing meteorite and it will hit in six months. So they go on this tour to warn people and nobody seems to care and they can't get people to listen, including the president who's Meryl Streep. Mm -hmm. Is it good? Like uh, Adam McKay. I mean, he did spotlight, which was a great movie. Um, no, and he's, he didn't do Spotlight. No, he did The Big Short. The Big Short, excuse me. But that was like a great movie that explained something that was hard to understand about that whole financial, you know, stuff. That was that was such a good movie. Is this like that? No. It's no. more like his uh, follow-up, uh, Vice, about Dick oh, Cheney. Oh, I hated which, that. I hated that. Ugh, yeah. Oh, I hated and that. And this is better than that because climate change is more interesting than Dick Cheney is, I right. guess. Yeah. But... Uh, and I actually think it's a kind of a strange movie. The more I think about it, the more I'm not so sure I liked it. But as you're watching it, it's involving. And there are all of these stars who are in it. Ariana Grande is also in it. Jonah Hill is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really good cast. But it just isn't very funny. It kind of wants to be in that Dr. Strangelove vein, but it does not have the wit of Dr. Strangelove. Well, then this is what you need to do. This on is December I'm, 24th. It comes out on Netflix. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm waiting. I'm not going to the theater for streamer. that one. That's a good move. Yeah. yeah. Um, what happened uh, on Netflix? Because, you know, we love Sandra Bullock and we posted the whole trailer for her Lost City 
of D movie with, uh, you know, that's coming out in the spring. But people are like, what was Sandra Bullock doing making this movie, um, The Unforgivable? But yet we talked to people yesterday at our broadcast, women who loved The Unforgivable on Netflix. What say you? Well, I think she just has a really sweet deal with Netflix because remember that black box movie? Oh, the bird box. Or black bird box. Bird box. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> was the same deal. And it, at the time, was the, the, the most popular movie that Netflix has ever had. Yeah. So I think Netflix just really, really wants to be in the Sandra Bullock business and they're willing to pay her whatever she wants to do it. And she's like, okay, fine. I'll fund my kids' college and it doesn't matter if they never see a theater. Well, um, I mean, there's a lot of good people in it. Did you like it? I did. Uh, I went back and forth a little bit because it has a kind of a phony premise. She's this woman who gets out of jail at the very beginning of the movie. And the movie is kind of hiding a couple of things from us that emerge in flashbacks in a way that to me felt a little bit too manipulative. But when we finally know everything we know about uh, she was in jail for murder and finally at the end of the movie, the specifics of the crime are revealed and we understand why she behaves the way she does. And I did think it was pretty compelling stuff. And she's terrific in the movie. And and, and love John Bernthal. And, uh, you know, he's so good. He's just a hunk. And Viola Davis is in it. There's a little bit of a Viola Davis does not have a great part. You oh, don't she want doesn't? to necessarily watch the movie because you love her. Okay. Her part doesn't make a ton of sense. But, All right. Um Did you like she probably got a good How picture. about John Bernthal, that that cutie? That's he's really showing well, up in every movie. He is showing up a lot. This is one where he's showing up but his chest isn't. Oh darn. So, uh, he doesn't get a chance to show us how hot he is, but yeah, I think he does a nice job. It's a it's a interesting performance as kind of a post jail associate of Sandra Bullock. Oh, okay, all right. all right. Now the movie that has been, um, I tried watching it with Casey, and we shut it off after forty five minutes. Your mom did the same thing, but then she went back and finished it. It made me so anxious. The Power of the Dog, starring Which- Benedict Cumberbatch. You got to tell us about this movie, but I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch, I've never been so leery and wary and nervous about somebody who hardly says a word. So I can see why he's getting nominated for everything. Yes. Is it good? You didn't like it, Lori. I haven't finished it because I didn't like anybody, any damn character or anything in the story halfway through. I'll finish it. Huh? Even Kirsten Dunst? Well, I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to make her stop being such a sad sack. Yeah, I wasn't connecting with anybody. Yeah, it is a movie that that wants you really to connect with essentially the villain, who is the Benedict Cumberbatch character. Um, And I wonder, I have a little theory that this movie might mean more for uh, gay audiences Mm -hmm. than for other audiences. Right. It sort of illustrates... How menacing. Well, and it illustrates something that gay men, you know, and probably women already know, which is that the homophobic people are the ones who have questions about their own identity. Yeah. Uh, And that's what's going on in the movie in a way that I thought played out in an interesting way. And I will tell you, I don't want to give away too much. Okay. There is a big twist. Yeah. You have not seen that you will be interested. Okay. I'll I'll go back to it. And, and, you know, and I think, Chris, that might have been it for me is like I was thinking, I just thought, all this BS, it's gone back to the cowboy days. I was getting so uncomfortable with just thinking of everyone I know who's like gone through 
that very aggressive and it was scary it it made me feel uneasy even watching yeah, it and i think i think it does want you to feel uneasy okay but the other thing that's kind of cool about it too is it reminds us you know gay people gay men have been around forever yes. it's just that we only started noticing and paying attention to them recently yeah right yeah and all right so ago, I, they were still happening i, I will right. finish it because your mom um she said i finished it i went back and yeah. finished it and she said wow it made me rethink the whole movie okay yeah so anyway Hey, Chris. Pretty good time. Yeah. Chris, did you see Anastasia? Because I know it's in town for a few more days. I didn't. Oh, you Um, didn't? What theater have you seen? Pardon me? What theater have you seen this lately? Gosh, what have I seen lately? Well, here's the deal. I haven't been as much. I saw the show by the moving company, which is called Anamnesis. There you go, Lori. Anastasia and Amesis. We got to go. Chris, sorry. Uh, It is so great to talk to you, honey. We'll talk to you again soon. Yes, next time I'll come in. Okay, sounds good. That'd be great. We need some Twizzlers. Oh, yes. Yes. All right, right, take care. We're going to, this is My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia, we'll be right back.